Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Empowered Radio. Today, we are going to talk about reverse dieting. So it is fall, y'all. Everybody is in the mood to reverse, uh, get to maintenance calories before all of the fun holidays. So we are going to dive deep into reverse dieting and talk about what it is, when and why you reverse diet, how you reverse diet, So when to stop, how to know when you're at maintenance calories, and then um, we'll touch on some tips and what to expect and things that I typically see um, from clients when they reverse. So what is a reverse diet? So it is the process of bringing your calories up to maintenance levels, and it's commonly done after a dieting phase. So essentially when you diet, your metabolism will downregulate, and this is where your body becomes more efficient with the calories you're giving it. So a lot of this is directly related to reductions in NEAT, so uh, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So this includes things like general movement throughout the day, the steps that you take, fidgeting, um, sitting versus standing, things like that. So Essentially, the fewer calories that we take in, the more our bodies will slow down these things in order to conserve energy. So because of uh, these metabolic adaptations, when you're dieting, you will need to adjust your calories down lower over time so that because basically when you're dieting, it takes fewer calories to support a smaller body. So as you lose weight, you have to reduce calories And at the end of a diet, your calories are lower than you want them to be and um, hard for you to maintain those for forever. So this is where reverse dieting really comes in and is the diet after the diet. So who is it for? I recommend reversing for literally anyone, um, especially anyone who is just finishing a dieting phase. So... um, I don't know if you guys have heard this statistic, and I think it's like 95% of diets fail. And honestly, though, it's not because people don't lose the weight. It is because they regain the weight that they lost because they don't know how to sustain the weight loss. So there is no plan for their nutrition and what to do after they diet. So they typically revert back to eating exactly how they were before they dieted. And they gain, um, typically they gain the weight back that they lost. And I think it's over half of those people will actually gain more weight back than they lost initially. So we don't want you to be one of those people. Um, so I think you're ready to reverse if you have dieted for 12 weeks or longer. Um, dieting fatigue is high. So you have poor adherence to your plan, meaning um, you're eating over your calories very frequently, having a hard time basically sticking to your calorie deficit. Um, Hunger is super high. Sleep is poor. 
Um, maybe you're obsessing over food um, or you've lost 10% or more of your body weight. So if any of those check the box, then you are ready to reverse. So how do you do it? So the first thing to understand is that your maintenance calories at the end of a diet are going to be different than when you started your diet. They will be lower. So again, like I mentioned earlier, it takes less calories to support a smaller body. So you have to understand that the calories, um, say you weighed 150 pounds when you started your diet, your maintenance calories will be higher then if you dieted down to 135 pounds, it's going to take fewer calories to maintain 135 pounds. So knowing that, first of all, and then the second thing to understand is that maintenance isn't an exact number. So it's not going to be, oh, my maintenance calories are 2,112. It is a moving target. It will change with your metabolism, with activity. Um, so it's really a range, if you will. It's not a set in stone exact number. So just keep in mind, you'll be working in a, um, a range, so to speak. So how do we find that range? So the easiest way to do it is um, you can multiply your body weight times anywhere from 14 to 16. Um, 16 is going to be for the more active individual, um, but you can multiply your body weight. Let's just say we take somebody who weighs 125 pounds and we multiply that by 14. That gives us 1,750 calories. If we multiply it by 16, that gives us 2,000 calories. So we'll just say for this 125 pound person that they could fall in a range of anywhere from 1,750 to 2,000 calories um, 1750 obviously being at the low end of the, the maintenance range and 2000 being at the upper end of the maintenance range. And that is going to be really for a more active individual. Um, if you're more sedentary, you might fall in that lower like to mid range. And again, this is a guideline. It gives you a good estimate, a North star, um, something to guide you while you are reversing. So that is going to be what you're working towards. Um, your body's going to let you know when you get to maintenance, and we'll touch on that a little bit later on. Um, so a common thought is that you need to start slow and gradually add calories in, and you'll have some people, especially women, who will <laughs> drag out a reverse diet for like three months. So the problem is um, when you drag out the length of the time of a reverse, you're dragging out the length of a calorie deficit. So you have to remember a reverse diet is the vehicle that you take to maintenance. Maintenance is the destination. So the reverse diet, you are still in a calorie deficit. So the length of time that you drag it out is going to delay improvements in biofeedback and um, just feeling better overall and the time that you're at maintenance. So Again, maintenance clock does not start until your reverse ends. So I'm going to repeat that. The reverse diet is the vehicle that you take to get to the destination, which is maintenance. So um, I don't, I don't want to say slow is awful, but just do not drag it out. Like it's not meant to be like a three, four month process. We're talking like anywhere from four to eight weeks. We should be um, reversed 
to our maintenance calories and, and moving on. So how do you start? Um, so to determine, we've already got our new maintenance range. So the first initial increase, I would say to look at where you ended your diet at and add 10% um, to your overall calories. So let's just say you ended your diet at 1,400 calories. 10% of that is going to be 140 calories. So your first initial increase is going to be uh, to 1,540 calories. So you will not change your protein at all. It will stay the same as long as you are eating an adequate amount of protein while you dieted down. And an adequate amount would be 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. So if you are in that range, you are fine. You are not going to increase your protein. You will just be increasing carbs and fat. And if you ask which one, um, it's really going to be preference. So I would say just keep in mind if you are somebody who is really active, who um, does any kind of heavy lifting, any sports, um, maybe your job is very active, you might want to increase more to carbs just to help support that activity. But again, at the end of the day, it's going to be preference and what you can adhere to. So you're going to divvy those calories up between carbs and fat, and you're going to start at 1,540 calories to start your reverse. From here, you're simply going to monitor your weight and your measurements for that first week. And ideally, you want to, um, and I know I've talked about this before, you want to weigh daily and use your weekly average. If you don't weigh daily, I would say at least three times a week, use that weekly average. But you're going to compare that week over week. So We'll say that first week at 1,540 calories, you're just going to look at what your weight and your measurements are doing. If your weight has either dropped, stayed the same, or just barely increased, I would say maybe half a pound, um, I would go ahead and increase another 5 to 10% of total calories. And then you're going to keep doing that week over week until you get to your new maintenance. Let's just say that weight jumps up a couple pounds. Um, from there, I would just hold steady. Don't back calories down. Don't freak out. It is part of the process. Just chill out and stay there another week. Let your body have some additional time to adapt to those calories and then increase the following week. So the things that you're going to track while you're reversing, and these will be very important. Your weight, again, I recommend weighing daily or at least three times a week and using that weekly average to compare week over week. Measurements, I would measure, if you don't um, measure weekly, then at least bi-weekly and make sure to include bust, hips, and waist. I would also recommend taking progress photos um, and I would suggest taking them in the same spot in your house, same lighting if possible. And then lastly, biofeedback. This one is going to be key. This one is hands down the most important because this is the whole point of a reverse diet. So we're looking to restore biofeedback and get to feeling good again. So you're looking for things like sleep to improve, energy to increase, hunger levels should be decreasing, cravings should decrease, mood should be improved, and things like strength and performance should be improved as well. So you're going to monitor all of those things through your reverse. 
So now when we get into when do I stop increasing calories, you know, how much is too much? How do you know when you're at maintenance? So um, the first signs of being at maintenance, especially if you dieted for a while, is that your biofeedback will have improved. So the things that I just mentioned, sleep's going to be better. Hunger is going to be lower. um, You're just going to feel better overall. Then secondly, weight fluctuations should have stopped and you should be maintaining a consistent average weight. So of course, you're going to have minor weight fluctuations from day to day due to water changes in the body. But looking at your weight trends over time, you should be seeing consistency. So if your weight over the course of a month is staying around, I would say one to two pound uh, weight range and isn't trending up continuously or um, trending down week to week then I would say that you're maintaining and that calorie average that you're at over the course of the month is where your maintenance is. So things to expect. Um, The first thing I'm going to say, and this is where everybody freaks out because honestly, it, it sucks, but it is sad to say that people would rather feel like shit than gain weight. But you have to understand that you will gain weight. And I say weight, not fat, because the point in a reverse isn't to lose weight. It's to bring calories up to maintenance. And you should maintain your weight around one to three pounds of your new body weight. But with that said, you're going to see some weight gain due to water fluctuations in the body. So you have to think you're increasing your food volume that's going to naturally increase sodium brought in, which will hold some water. Um, you're increasing carbs, which will store uh, three to four grams of water in glycogen. Uh, you have more un- undigested food in your gut. So several different factors that will lead to extra weight on the scale. So again, I say extra weight on the scale because we're talking about food volume and water and we're not talking about fat gain. The only way that you're going to gain fat is if you eat in a calorie surplus, which during the process of a reverse, the reverse diet itself, you are still in a calorie deficit. Even when you get to maintenance, you're at maintenance, not a surplus. So again, minor weight fluctuations are to be expected. I just like to point that out first and foremost as the number one thing to expect. Um, Next, making sure that you're monitoring your biofeedback and watching for things to improve. So again, overall, you should feel better physically, have more energy, hunger should be lower. um, And it's a great time to really focus on strength gains, performance goals versus aesthetic and physique goals. Um, Look at your weekly and monthly data versus daily. So don't look at, again, you're going to weigh daily, but you want to make sure that you're using those averages and comparing that week over week and month over month and not just looking at day to day and freaking out if you see the scale go up. Um, And then don't overshoot maintenance. And when I say this, this basically goes back to the point of the reverse. So just making sure that you are calculating your new estimated maintenance range first and using that as your guide. So not increasing back towards your old maintenance, because if you do, then you would be eating in a calorie surplus. So just keeping in mind that after you have dieted, your maintenance will be lower and you're going to be working towards that new maintenance and not what your previous maintenance calories were. And then keeping your neat highs helpful. 
Um, so I would recommend whatever cardio that you were doing before. If it was maybe you were just averaging eight to 12,000 steps a day and you want to keep that up, I do recommend that. Um, if you were somebody who is doing a ton of cardio, like for example, when I competed um, at the towards the end of my competition prep, at one point I was doing, I think, 60 minutes of cardio six days a week which sucked. That was not sustainable or enjoyable. Um, so that was obviously something that I tapered down as I reverse dieted. So I do recommend um, working your cardio in reverse of your calories. So essentially, as your calories go up, your cardio will come down, but you'll want to do it gradually so that you're not sending so many shocking signals to your body. So you're adding extra food and then you're taking away all cardio and then your body's like, oh my God, what's happening? So I would just do it gradually. Um, and I would say again, five to 10% decreases in cardio um, as you go. And hopefully nobody's doing that much cardio unless you were somebody that was competing. But um, I do recommend keeping some cardio in your day. Yes, for good heart health, but it shouldn't be an amount that feels like work Um or isn't enjoyable. So keep the amount of cardio in your plan that you enjoy. For me, for example, I do usually about 60 minutes a week, a week, not a day, of um, like either stairs or something like that. Um, I don't run a lot just because I don't love it. And I usually shoot for 10,000 steps a day. So that is like the, the bulk of the cardio I do. Um, it's good for my heart and it's also enjoyable um, and it's something I can sustain whether I am dieting or I'm at maintenance. So just keep that in mind. Uh, but again, you'll want to work your cardio down gradually as you increase calories. Okay, so lastly, I would recommend staying at maintenance for a minimum of three months. But ideally, you want to be at maintenance for as long as you dieted. Um, so you should not be dieting more throughout the year than you are maintaining. I know I've talked about this on a previous, actually a couple, <laughs> uh, podcasts, but for me personally, I've only cut once this year. And so when you're looking at a 12 month span, nine of the months, I will be at maintenance three months. I was in a calorie deficit. So that's really how you should be looking at your year. So you should not be over-dieted. You should be at maintenance more than you are in a calorie deficit. Okay, so I know that's a lot to take in. Um, if you didn't take notes, just re-listen <laughs> and take some notes. Um, but I hope that was helpful. Now, if you are somebody who is getting ready to start a reverse or you know that you need to reverse and you would like some professional help because Maybe you're nervous about it. You've never done it before. And even though I just went through the steps, you would rather have somebody help guide you through it. I want to um, I want you guys to check out this brand new offer that I have. So it's a custom reverse dieting strategy. Essentially, with this, I'll be setting your initial macros following your diet as well as your new maintenance range. I'll also lay out what your weekly increases are going to look like until you get to your new maintenance calories. So you're going to have a roadmap to follow. It comes with my full reverse with M guide, a nutrition guide, my MyFitnessPal tracking guide, recipes, 
basically all the resources you're going to need to properly and successfully reverse diet. So I'm going to link that in the show notes for you guys to check out. But that is it, guys. That is, um, in a nutshell, what a reverse is, how you do it, who it's for, and then the you know tips um, and what to expect. So if you have questions for me on your reverse or you need help with the reverse, again, check out the link in the show notes. But that is all I have for you guys today. Um, if you found this helpful, again, you know the drill. Hit me up on social media. Share it in your stories. Tag me so I can say thank you. And if you have questions on your reverse, just let me know. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.